You've tuned in to the Top 10 Garden Show with garden expert, Ken Lane. Join the conversation daily as he answers timely garden questions. Email Ken a question directly from your phone to his desktop through the web at watersgardencenter.com. That's waters with two T's, gardencenter.com. Or visit face-to-face throughout the week where he can be found at Waters Garden Center in Prescott. Now welcome your host, Ken Lane. At the start of the show, I had mentioned that there's two things you really need to be focused on. I mean, you should feel like I need to get out there and, and start the season. That was preparing your soil. I told you how to do that. That was the first segment. And then also pruning and cutting things back. So getting your perennials cut back, cutting back your fruit trees. Now is not, now through middle of March is your, is your window. So it's a big window, but you should want to finish this thing up. So I'm kind of done with mine. And one of the mysteries I find folks have, I last week's garden class one said, again, I've got three big pampas grass. Two of them grow really well. One of them just languishes. It doesn't do anything. What's, the, what's going on? Help me. And so with all of your ornamental grasses, this is pampas grass, fescues, misacanthus, deer grass, uh, zebra grass, all your, your pretty decorative, you know, sedges, grasses, that kind of stuff, not yuccas. Not agaves, not bare grass, which is really isn't a grass. It's something different. It's a native evergreen kind of thing that grows out there in the valley areas. Mm-hmm. Talking about your regular ornamental grass. Pampas is the most famous. That's that big grass gets head high, has these great big plumes on top of it covered. Right now it starts to look a little rough just because it's rain and snow kind of beats them up. The, the, the plumes have kind of limped over. They're, they aren't as fluffy as they were because they're being beat up. You need to cut those back to about knee high. All other grasses, you're cutting back to about ankle high. So you really cut back on them. If you don't do that, what will happen is that that uh, the green that's there now will start to brown. As the shorter days, the cold, it just beats them up. If you don't cut them back, you'll get this brown with this green on your grasses. And so other grasses, like let's say mesacanthus, I've got grama grass. I just cut my grama. Native uh, ornamental grass grows about just just shy of knee high beautiful beautiful plumes on it or, or flowers to it it's beautiful and native i hardly care for it but i cut it back and i fertilize it every winter now is the time and so i'm cutting those things back they grasses are, are very fast growers they're going to elongate and be just as big so that you cut back this pampas grass by four five six feet it's going to grow that much again this coming season. I mean, really quickly, starting in March, grasses start to long, start to grow. In fact, some of them I started to see some green uh, shoots coming up. And so they want to, they're waiting to take off. Now to grow that much and then to bloom, kind of plume with this beautiful grass, misacanthus. It's got this beautiful pink hue to it. It's just stunning late summer and, and autumn. And so it takes a lot of energy to do that, which means food. Grasses need more food than than other plants in the gardens if you want beautiful ones. Do they need it? Do they have to have it? No, but they'll be weak and limp and they'll die out in the middle. They just won't plume as well. Uh, but, but if you feed them, oh, if you cut them back and feed them, they are just like rock stars. They are beautiful in the garden. They are the showpiece because they're gathering up wind. They just, they, they float around in the wind, kind of the slightest of breeze. They just add drama. Butterflies love them. Birds like to take the seed heads and use them as a food source or nesting. There's a lot of benefits. And we are in this higher elevation of Arizona. We're in the 
we're in grass country. I mean, just we grow grasses without all the issues that a lot of other parts of the country have. So whack on those things. Don't be afraid. You almost can't make a mistake with ornamental grasses. So just whack on them. With pampas grass, you'll see these curly hues about, I don't know, 18, 24 inches off the ground. You cut it back to there. Just whack it off. Throw the rest of it away. Add it to the burn pile. Compost them. Just chuck them in the dumpster. Either way, just clear, clear them out of there. Um, and then fertilize it. Now, for this, uh, if, if one is not performing as well as maybe others, there's a reason for that. It's going to be soil related. Uh, you just don't, there's a rock shelf, there's caliche layers, something's going on. Yeah, but Ken, they were all planted the same. They're all exactly the same. They should all grow exactly the same. There's nothing exact about your soil in the mountains of Arizona. Every single hole, one that's just a few feet away is different. How the, how the soil drains through it, how much organics, what roots are competing for the resources under the ground. Plants are trying to get the most, protect their root zone so they can grow. And so, and you just don't know, I've seen so many holes. You're digging out this huge chunk of this boulder out of this hole. And that makes a difference. So something's going on that you don't see. That's why that one is languishing. It's not, or maybe you got some grubs or something. Uh, something's going on there. But what I told this gal was, hey, take a bag of manure, cut it back, take a bag of manure, just put it around your pampas grass. I think that extra nitrogen and organics are going to be a game changer for that plant. And so if you're doing it, do it to all three of them. Don't just, don't hold back and go, this one's special. I'm going to make them grow. This one, I'm, you're, you're held off, I'm trying to even you out. Just treat them all as special children. You're trying to grow out in the backyard. And you want the most out of them. Here's here's what made these others happy. I want you to be happy too. Everyone, everyone gets some. And then fertilize it. I always say grasses would benefit most from 744 all-purpose plant food. The reason I say that, it's got bird guano, and cottonseed meal in it. Those two ingredients, grasses love bird poop. I mean, they just love it. They feed off it. They grow faster. And the cottonseed meal is what grows huge plumes. You get better showier grasses. So fertilize it, manure it, cut them back, and you will have, you'll be set the stage for just stunning, the most beautiful grasses on the street in your neighborhood. All right, more in store. Be right back after this. Introducing a captivating addition to any garden landscape. With its delicate, blooms contrasting against deep green foliage, this resilient perennial brings a touch of elegance to even the coldest winter days. Ice and Roses thrives in challenging conditions, from frosty winters to scorching summers, making it a reliable and low-maintenance choice for both novice and seasoned gardeners alike. Its compact size and bushy habit make it ideal for borders, containers, or as a focal point in mixed beds. Whether adorning a quaint cottage garden or a modern urban landscape, Ice and Roses Lantern Rose is sure to enchant with its enduring beauty and enduring charm, making it a must-have for every garden enthusiast. Better Together Companion Plants for February Peony Calgary Carpet Juniper Lily of the Valley Pinion Pine Top 10 Gardener, your source for timely garden advice, seasonally correct for the garden, guaranteed to make a difference in your yard this season. 